Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by USI President Chris Clifford. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you so much for chatting to us. So I suppose last year we saw the scenes around student accommodation, how difficult it was for people to get accommodation last year. What were the main things that stuck out last year? Well, I suppose the um, the lack the lack of accommodation is always the the major one, you know. Um, and it, it, and once again this year, it seems to be the, the the topic of conversation is the is the accommodation situation with students. Um, so it it's definitely still still exists, um, not only in Dublin, just all over the country as well. Yeah. Um, so that's something that we're really really prioritising this year. Because this is the thing, we are kind of moving into that time of year again where people are going to be looking at accommodation for courses if they happen to be moving county or whatever it happens to be. What, or if anything, what has been done from last year? So I suppose, I suppose the government have introduced uh, these guidelines, um, which is obviously a step in the right direction. But what we're focused on is the DIGS legislation, mm-hmm. similar to that of the RTB. So focusing on, you know, and it's not only, I suppose it's really important to emphasise that that's not only protecting the students, it's also protecting the homeowners as well. So just to prioritise and look at, we'll say, so that students have, like, let's say if there's an issue that they have to leave, um, that there's adequate time, you know, so that in the current situation, it's a, it, if a student and a, and a landlord have a disagreement, um, they, can, they can just kick that student out tomorrow mm. and then I suppose if a student refuses to pay or if there's you know damage is done there's no protections in there for the for the landlord as well so that's kind of the, the the main kind of to- uh, topics on it like you know that we're looking at where that we're focused on. I think another area that kind of shocked people last year was the cost of accommodation as well because they can go up almost into a thousand euro to try and get somewhere to to stay and to live has there been any look into that or changing that? Absolutely. No, we have seen the department has increased the funding uh, for purpose-built student accommodation. But an example of how costly accommodation can be, I suppose, DCU are looking at they're in- implementing um, their they're building purpose-built student accommodation, but looking at around approximately €12,000 for, for rent a month. And I suppose a survey was conducted by DCU where the average student only earns €1,100 per month. But that's what we see. um, In a lot of conversations, you see affordable being thrown around the place. But affordable for everyone varies. So I think think there needs to be some kind of focus on accommodation needs to be a safe space for students. But it also has to be, you know, genuinely affordable for the students as well. Absolutely, because when it comes down to it, they're here to go to college. They're here to learn. And if you're having to work more than you're being able to go to, to class and to, to actually do your course, there's very little point in you moving county. Exactly, yeah. And I suppose we, we've seen that, you know, students that are working like anything over 15 hours, then their grades start to deplete. Um, so obviously it turns into a situation where the people that can really afford accommodation and have no issue with us and don't have to work. Obviously, there's a divide in grades there, you know, and at the end of the day, it, it's a major barrier to, to, to people going to third-level education. What are some of the problems with the guidelines that the government are putting out? I suppose that they're only guidelines. That's probably the, mm. the major the major um, problem with it is that it, it's a recommendation. It's not actually the law. So 
landlords don't actually have to follow this. Like, it's only just a, well, this is what we're hoping you'll do, but you don't have to do it. Um, so that that's that's the main the main issue, really. So now looking at legislation, what would you like to be included in that? I suppose just protection. So as, as I mentioned, like protection for both landlords and, of course, the, the student. But a written agreement where the the details are lined out on what the situation is and what they need to what they need to look at. Um, but we'll say like so, twenty eight day, like the twenty eight days notice that has to be that that's the the major um, the major point that we we want to get across. But that you know that students are getting enough notice. Obviously, we've seen situations where um, the student can't access the the facilities such as the kitchen and stuff like that. And that's like obviously we need to have legislation that they need they need to be provided with the the adequate facilities, be it a kitchen, a bathroom. Uh, a living space and and obviously a bed and you know so there's been a, there's been horror situations where someone turns up and it turns out that there's two of them sharing a room and stuff as well so it's like just all that kind of stuff needs to be really outlined before before someone does move in you that, know because sometimes yeah. it feels like they're cheating on you know that's horrendous because you'd almost think that that would be a given that you you'd get a bed and you'd get like all the things you need to live you would expect that to be a given so that's terrifying. Absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, you know, if, if if someone's coming up there with the idea that they're gonna have this living space but then they have to go away and they have to order food or they have to, you know, eat out, that's just another expense for something that they're only barely affording anyway. Absolutely. And then you're also looking at reducing fees or hoping to reduce fees. Yeah. So last year last year the fees were reduced, but it was only only for the, the one year basis of a thousand euro, uh, which was very welcomed in fairness. But this year we're looking at a further five hundred euro reduction, which would bring which would which would reduce the fees down to fifteen hundred euro. Um, so now we're in discussion with uh, the Minister Harris about that. So we're very hopeful um, that we, we we can get that across the line. Uh, which is it? Look, it's at the end of the day, it's another five hundred euro on students' pockets, which is which is badly needed. Absolutely. Is that something that takes quite some time, or do you do you feel it's going to happen pretty quickly? Um. I, I think I think it will it will take it will take a bit of time, but we're hoping we're hoping now with this budget, like it's it's a part of our pre budget submission and we're really focused on it. Um so obviously obviously working towards USI's major goal is uh free education. So it's to continue that conversation on after and look at look at how we can decrease it further in 2025, 2026, etc. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And everyone can get more information on usi.ie. You're always talking about everything that's that's going on and relevant at the moment. Yeah, everything, everything relevant. Yeah, and our Instagram, usi underscore ie is our Instagram as well. And that's where if you want to just a snippet of what's going on, that's, a, that's another way to access us and on Twitter as well. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Chris Clifford. USI President, thank you very much for chatting to us. Thank you very much for chatting to us.